Welcome back to the Bangin' and Clangin' Sports Podcast, a podcast of the ATL Podcast Network. So, what do y'all want to talk about? I thought that was only fitting because the entire wrestling industry went haywire on Friday in a way that didn't make any sense. It didn't. We've had things happen. This has been the most eventful week in a long stretch of eventful weeks that have happened um, in World Wrestling Entertainment. We were like, oh, the Vince thing is going to be the biggest thing. Uh, then the details started coming out of the Vince thing. I was like, oh, this is big. Then we got the we got the $5 billion deal to Netflix that doesn't have any streaming program, but now has streaming programming. And then we have... Friday night SmackDown in Birmingham, Alabama. I've been to Birmingham. It's very nice. They got palm trees like Florida. Um, I have not been to that arena, but it looks very nice. Looks like it's a it's a suitable, a comparable arena to the one that we have here in Atlanta. And we were told after Monday Night Raw that Cody Rhodes would be in attendance and Cody Rhodes would make his decision after a very long, thought-out speech by Seth Rollins on Monday where he put his title up and said it's the working man's title. It is a title that your father, Dusty Rhodes, would have wanted. It, you don't want the Hulk Hogan title. You want the Dusty Rhodes title. So that's what we were left with going in to, uh, to Friday Night SmackDown. There were some other things that happened. We're going to get to that. But first, let's address TKO Sports. TKO Sports. They are the parent company. They are the company that bought World Wrestling Entertainment paid a lot of money for it. They saw the value. Uh, They also own the UFC. So they have monopolized combat sports and combat sports adjacent WWE. All right. And what do major corporations love more than anything else? No, no. What do major corporations, what is the only thing they love? It's money. Money is why you go into business. Whatever business you are in, doesn't matter, cross the board, garbage to entertainment, to selling cars, to selling sneakers, to ESPN, you love money. You love money. So what does TKO want? TKO Sports wants the biggest, the most successful, the highest drawing, highest rated match it could possibly get. The biggest match. What is the biggest match you can do, WWE? What is it? We love Cody Rhodes. We love him. Dude, dude is amazing. Um, he has been busting his tail for what must be at least 15 years by now. Has never won 
a world title. He didn't want it one AEW. He didn't want it because he knew what he had to do. That wouldn't have been, that, that wouldn't have finished the story. He came back to WWE to win this title, but it is not the biggest match that TKO Sports could do. The biggest match is who is the biggest star in the world. Not just in wrestling. We're talking about entertainment, movies, highest grossing actor in the film industry right now. That is one, Dwayne now owns The Rock, trademark Johnson. And we knew that it would happen. It's been teased. I, I love the show Young Rock. There was literally a scene in Young Rock where little Joe and Noah was sitting on Dwayne Johnson's shoulder as he was uh, trying to get into WWE saying that this is only a match that could happen at WrestleMania. They've been foreshadowing it since uh, the, the final season of Young Rock, which deserved another season. I love that show. Um, so we have been, we've been teasing it, teasing it, teasing it. Now, the, the roadblock to this was Cody finishing the story. It is Cody getting this title um, and trying to work its way uh, to finishing the story. But you're, you're telling a story. You're, you're telling a series. You're telling a story through a series of matches and a series of events. Um, and from a money standpoint, purely financial standpoint, the payoff is not in the prize. The payoff is in the chase. We're still in the chase mode. And you know what the chase got? The chase got a little bit longer on Monday or on Friday in Birmingham, Alabama. Let's get to the circumstances that have led to where we are right now. We're, we're in a weird place. We're in a very weird place. If you got on Twitter or X uh, today, you got on Instagram you got on Facebook, anywhere, you go to WWE.com, you go to anywhere. It's a very weird place right now because you're looking at stuff that you would never in a million years think would happen. But let's lead to the circumstances. All right, first circumstance, first shoe to drop. Uh, my buddies at Go Home Heat, KP, I listened to his podcast this morning and he broke it down. And I'm just going to give you a little bit of a synopsis of what he said. He was very, very thorough. He said the first shoe to drop was Vince. Vince gets banged up. Also, also with Vince. All right. First, first of all, rich people. I I, I don't like how we we love rich people, right? We love rich people now. Um, we love them. We we applaud them. The Jeff Bezoses, the Elon Musk of the world. We love people with money. We we put them on pedestals. Dude, they're evil. All rich people, the long, let me, I've been around a lot of rich people my entire life. The longer you are rich, the worse person you will become because it lends itself to that. You don't have to be a good person when you got money. You can just pay, you can do whatever. Money allows you to literally do whatever you want. Vince has been rich for a very, very long time. They don't excuse what he did. I'm not excusing what he did. But if you sat there and you applauded Vince McMahon during the Attitude Era, when he was living out, Vince was living out all these fantasies, all these things that Vince is getting condemned for now. But if you sat down and applauded Vince during the Attitude Era, what does that say? 
Because that the, Vince, you think those, those those ideas just popped into Vince's head? Like, oh, this would make for great tea. Vince has been like this the whole time. Period. All right, but enough of that. Enough of that. All right, so Vince gets banged up. Investigation leaves TKO Sports. It's removed. So that's done. Then we get to the Royal Rumble. We thought Vince is behind us. All right, we get to the Royal Rumble. CM Punk, who uh, in actuality, I think CM Punk, uh, there have been shots of him. Maybe he wanted to win the Rumble or could have won the Rumble. But Future Shock DDT tears his tricep. Sadly, sadly, tears his tricep. So CM Punk is removed from the equation. No WrestleMania for uh, CM Punk. Next shoot to drop, Brock Lesnar, who has been implicated in the Vince debacle of debauchery uh, through uh, some statements and some text messages. Nothing concrete, but uh, this is one of those situations where if there's smoke, uh, TKO Sports is going to get do whatever they can to get from out from under it. So Brock is off the table for WrestleMania. So that's two stars. Punk and Brock, your star power. Big, big time star power. Gone. The final shoe. And uh, KP at Go Home Heat did a great job of bringing to light that uh, they have awarded Brock a chairman position which comes with $30 million worth of stock options, which reminds me, if you ever have the opportunity to take uh, stock options in a company in lieu of upfront payment, at least take some of it in stock, probably a large portion, because the stock uh, has the potential to do way more than any uh, financial thing that you might receive monetarily. Um, so Rock gets his $30 million in stock options, which probably motivates him even more to, to make the biggest main event that he had because, you know, your stock will go up. And, for instance, uh, on, uh, on Friday, Amazon stock started at $150 per share, um, and it went up to $160 per share. So if you owned a million dollars in... Amazon stock, you just made yourself $10 million in a day. I mean, that's, that is if you sold it. I mean, but I'm just saying, that's how, that's how the stock, stock market works and how much money you can make very, very quickly um, through, through stock options. All right, so the last part to fall is Cody wins the World Royal Rumble and now points to Roman Reigns points to the sky box where Roman Reigns is sitting and declares that I'm coming for you, gives love to the young bucks, Kenny Omega. So now we're left with this this puzzle of how are we going to make this fit? How are we going to to do this? So uh, we're given some options. Uh, WWE has given some options. Seth and Cody. What do I think of Seth and Cody? I think I've seen it four times or three times. I've seen it a lot. I've seen it enough. And if Cody can beat Seth Rollins with a torn pack, he's going to beat him 100%. Plus, it's a super Cody. This dude has literally only lost one match since he came, or two matches. He lost to Brock Lesnar once, and then he lost to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. Seth Rollins, he's got to beat him. P. 
period, period. But you need a match. You need that belt to be defended on night one, all right? Cody versus Roman. This is what we were all expecting. This was literally, literally etched in stone last year when he lost to Roman Reigns at WrestleMania in Hollywood, California. This is where we were going. We were setting it up. Everything was leading to that moment until Friday night when, if you smell what the rock is cooking, goes off. Goes off in the Birmingham arena and Dwayne the Rock Johnson comes down to the, comes down to the ring um, and he is met by Cody Rhodes and with a hug and some words, I would, I would love to hear what Rock told him. But prior to that, Roman's out there in the ring with the bloodline. And kudos to uh, Roman Reigns for... Uh, because with wrestling, it's not just what you do for yourself. It's the people who are great at it from what I've seen are selfless. Which means that they not only do well for themselves, is they bring others along with them. Roman Reigns has done a fantastic job of setting up his cousins with premier positions inside this company. He has made Jimmy and Jay indispensable. He has made Solo indispensable. They are integral parts of WWE moving forward in the future because of what Roman did. If Roman does not have this powerful, well-done faction, those guys aren't in the position that they're in. So you can't take that away from Roman. He has done everything in his power to secure a place for his, for his family in World Wrestling Entertainment. And you can't say enough about that. Uh, but in the process, he has some great one-liners. I don't know if he's writing his own stuff. Uh, hopefully he is. I would, I would, uh, or Paul Heyman's writing it, maybe. But he goes after Seth, saying it's the little brother Seth, wearing his wife's clothes, broke his back, trying to carry that. I thought he was going to say the S word, but he said show. <laughs> so he might have pulled the S, but it, it was close. All right, so he's, he's in there talking, uh, talking about it. And uh, he also goes on to say that it's not the workhorse title because he does this little limp with a workhorse work like that. Uh, Seth's going to be fine. It's an it's a MC, MCL, which I've talked about isn't major. They heal on their own. And a meniscus, as long as it's not a bucket handle, it'll heal on its own also as long as you stay off of it. So he would be fine. But the music hits. And it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Of all places, Birmingham, Alabama. Of all places. You don't expect that. To, 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 here's the thing. I, uh, Birmingham has a private airport. But to sneak Rock into this building is insane. Who Rock sticks out like a sore thumb in Birmingham, Alabama. It's not, it's not, it's not like a sprawling metropolis like Atlanta. I mean, it's a, it's a pretty good-sized town. But it would be very difficult to hide. Nobody knows. He comes down there, gives Cody the heads up. They, they have a moment, and I posted the moment on IG, where they're looking at each other. They're kind to, uh, 
you, you know that Cody, Cody is a good, um, good soldier. He's doing what he's told. He's doing what is best for, to quote Triple H from a couple years ago, best for business. And, and, and now that Rock has his stake in this company, this is also best for business. Um, maybe. I don't know. There's a lot of backlash. But he comes down there and no words are spoken, which is great. Which is great. You want to leave it, you want to leave it at that. You want to build as much intrigue into this match as we possibly can. And we're left with these two guys representing two different eras, same family, but who is going to be the head of the table? Is it going to be Dwayne The Rock Johnson returning, or is it going to be the guy who has had a longer reign as champion than Rock had all his championship reigns put together? Who's going to take it? Who's it going to be? Is it going to be? I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I ha- I have seen uh, that there is a press conference scheduled. Now the good thing is this happened on Friday. You got time to do whatever you need to do to make this the 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 best possible thing. But let's get to the the two things of mania. The, there's been of recent history. There's been two manias. Two manias. One. As you know, Vince was a big person, big into bringing back former WWE champions, bringing back former stars um, to main event WrestleMania or to to bring more eyes to WrestleMania. That's something that Vince uh, started a couple years ago. Uh, He had Hogan host it one year. Uh, He brought back Stone Cold a couple years ago. Shawn Michaels always shows up, of course, The Rock. Uh, Undertaker uh, brings back people around this time. It's called Mania Season. That's what you do. That's the first part of Mania. And Rock coming back to wrestle, it, at, it, it follows the status quo of what they've been doing because that, that, is a, that is a WWE thing to bring back the stars. Now, here is also a thing that has, to, uh, to, that has been recent with, uh, with WWE. There has been a pushback from the fans. Daniel Bryan and Batista, WrestleMania 30. Batista wins the Royal Rumble. What happens? Fans boo him out of the building. He's a returning guy. You're not, you're not there every week. You come back to kind of put your stamp on, on WrestleMania, but Vince loves big stars, brings back Batista, Guardians of the Galaxy, blah, blah. So he's, he's back. What happens? Fans get in an uproar. 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 Triple H makes the call, inserts Daniel Bryan into the match. Yes, movement continues. Another example, Kofi Mania. Fans get behind Kofi in a way that is unforeseen, so much so that Vince has to alter the main event of what he wanted to do and make it Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. Kofi wins the world title. That is how big or how much the fans can push back and change a main event. So now we're in this uh, conundrum of Twitter. The number one thing trending on Twitter right now is we want Cody. 
We want Cody. Now, you think it's loud on Twitter? Wait till they get in the stadium. Wait till they get in the stadium. Rock's trying to do a promo, and they're chanting, we want Cody. That is not what you want. It's not. It's not. Um, the fans of WWE are very fickle. I do not like them wishing wishing ill on Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Dude gave everything. Dude didn't have to come. That's the thing, too. He, dude didn't have to come back. He's not doing this for him. I, I hope not. I don't think he's doing it for him. I, I've, I've been employed by Dwayne The Rock Johnson several times. I've worked with him. Met him. Very nice. Uh, the, everything that he preaches in his mantras, uh, whether it's through Under Armour or through his drinks or, or through his business, he means it. I mean, it, it's, not a, it's not a gimmick. It, it's who he is. He's very genuine in everything that he does. So he does this because he, fell, he feels that you, the people, or we, the people, want him to be there. Um, but could it be a misread or, or maybe, maybe we just thought that maybe it would happen at a different time. And I think that, that, that is the, that is the, the key of this is the timing of it. Not so much the, the match itself. Um, if Roman versus rock happened at elimination chamber, I think that there wouldn't have been any uproar, but Elimination Chambers at 5 a.m. in the morning this year from from uh, from New Zealand. 5 a.m. Uh, that which is which is fine. This just happened. It's a big it's a big deal. It's still a big deal. But everybody watches WrestleMania. People who don't watch wrestling at all will sit there and uh, will will watch WrestleMania. And it's just uh, it's just one of those things that. This is the time. This is the time. You want to put your biggest star in your biggest place, which comes back to TKO Sports. Biggest match possible. You lost CM Punk. You lost Brock Lesnar. What do we have to do to keep the momentum going? Now, from my standpoint, they, I, I think they got people. They, they got people. They got tons of people. They got LA Knight. You got Seth Rollins. You got a bunch of guys there who are fantastic who they could have, you got Drew McIntyre there also, who is a big star, Bobby Lashley. Uh, so you could have figured out how to do this. Um, but the thing is, there is time and to be patient with how we are doing this um, and getting to the desired conclusion of one Cody Rhodes finishing story. Cody doesn't dislike Rock. Cody comes to the gym and Roswell Crunch wearing Project Rock stuff like everybody else does. (laughs) You would not wear the clothes of somebody you do not respect or you do not like. You would not. And he wears Project Rock almost every single time I see him in there. So no hard feelings, hopefully, between the two. And there's a long time. This is February. We got all of March um, and then the beginning of April. To figure out, we got probably four, four, uh, no, we're only one weekend, so we got probably eight Raws, eight Smackdowns in between. Um, all right. All right, I'll be right back after this, this uh, short break, and we will continue.
Welcome back. I hope you've enjoyed the episode of Banging and Clanging podcast so far, uh, which reminds me, if you like it, send it to people. Let them know that uh, wrestling has a positive voice, a voice that doesn't just mimic Wrestle Talk TV, <laughs> a voice that, that, that has its own, is able to generate its own opinions uh, and not so much uh, of what they hear, just parroting what they hear. Um, all my opinions are mine. They are uh, straight from my head, you know, as I, as I see it. Um, I've been watching wrestling since 1985, 84, 85, whenever. Um, and I just base it off of that. And I, Vince and WWE has already gotten my money. I've been giving Vince my money since 1984. I've been buying his toys, been buying his games, been doing, been buying his pay-per-views. So what wrestling is doing now doesn't, is not for me. You know, they're, they're not trying to get any more. They've got me. They're trying to draw in a new audience. Like I always say with the, uh, the NIL deals, which also have paid dividends, Tiffany Stratton, my goodness, making her debut on uh, SmackDown. She's fantastic. I think she's going to be a star for a very long time. Also, Ivy Nile uh, from Titan Games, um, making her um, debut at Royal Rumble, and also I think she's I think she's on Raw with the Creed Brothers. But two fantastic people. So WWE has made it their goal in TKO Sports to go out there and find the best people that they can and give them the tools to be successful now it's it's the lead a horse to water but you can't make them drink but they are going to give you every single opportunity for you to make yourself successful using a program that they've used to make several other people successful but enough of that let's let's talk about my day it's my day all right so fitness you know big shout out to uh to Derek Freeman of uh Total Nutrition I talked to him a little bit today about um, about some supplements, and you know, spring is right here, right around the corner. Um, whatever you need, protein, you know, supplements or energy drinks or pre-workout, glutamine, post. There's one thing I don't I don't do unless it's I kind of I guess I kind of do it more of the, the the tail end of winter. I go to a a post-workout post post-workout. Probably important. I usually, if I don't drink a post-workout, I usually get some branch chains on the way home, or drink a branch chain in between, um, in between meals or something. But today I went to the gym, you know, and uh, well, this is arm day. Seems like it's always it's always arm day or leg day. So I go in there, and un- uh, I can't believe I did this. This this has happened uh, at least two times in the past year. I had an energy drink in my bag and I dropped my bag down and for somehow, some way, it cut the energy drink open. So I'm sitting there doing my little roll on my ball, getting my, getting my body loose and I look down, I'm talking to my friend Will and uh, on the phone and I look down and my bag's wet and I'm like, oh, what spilled out? And Lo and behold, my energy drink is leaking. So what do I do? What do you do? You know how much energy drinks are? 
and drinks are four dollars. I think three fifty. Maybe maybe I get those bucked up ones that are dollar fifty a piece. If I'm not drinking go juice, I go get one of those. So this was a C4, so it's a little bit more pricey on the pricey end. So I'm not gonna let it go to waste. So I immediately yoke it up out of my bag, run over the trash can, and start shotgunning this thing. Shotgunning. I don't usually if I crack open an energy drink, it's not till like the last tail end of my workout. But no, no, I was not gonna let this energy drink go to waste. So I just freaking chugged, chugged, chugged it, chugged it. Didn't get all of a C4, didn't get all of it. Got a pretty good, good amount of it. So I'm like, all right, focus now. I've got all my supplements. I've already drank my pre-workout, pre-workout, but now I've got all the C4 running through my veins, running through my veins. So I go over, I start, you know, working out and I see this is one person, she's very, very talented. I have not had the opportunity to speak with her. Um, she is, uh, she, she produced an internet movie that was fantastic. It's called L8 or Late. She's also on uh, Amazon show uh, Emergency. She's, uh, she can sing, she can do a lot of different things. Um, but I've been... I've been trying to, not trying to, but I see her all the time. She's also in fantastic shape. I think she was a trainer maybe at some point, but she is well on her way to being being a huge star. And I, I wish that she can be, because talented people need, the world, I think the world needs talented people. One, uh, to entertain, which is great. But two, to uplift other people and to see that, hey, this person, this person's great. Maybe it can lift you up to be great. So I go over with all this energy, the energy drink just dripping out of my, my mouth and attempt to have a, a conversation. One, I just tell this person how talented they are and how well they've, uh, how well they've done. I, I, I mentioned that I've seen a couple of her projects. And uh, she, um, she was very nice. And I, I would imagine that being, she's on her way up. She works in a production company, but she's on her way up and she's going to do, um, I don't know whether other products. I, I mentioned Marvel. I think she, she would be a great Marvel character. Um, I don't know which one. She could probably do her own stunts too. She's fantastic. She can hip thrust 500 pounds. I've seen it. I've seen it with my own eyes. Um, but yeah. Very cool. Uh, she asked me what I did, and I had energy drink. Uh, uh, just, just about to. There's a little bit sitting on my tongue, and it went down my throat, so I had to cough. <laughs> and I just described. I was like, I, I do, I do everything. <laughs> I do everything. Yeah. And uh, that's where we left it. Shook hands, and uh, she continued throughout her workout, and I continued throughout mine. But, I, but it's just cool to get talked. You never know who you're going to run into the gym. Like I, I run into Cody Rhodes all the time. Um, also now I run into, uh, at the Johns Creek LA Fitness, uh, Stephen Shelby Kikoa, who you can see in a lot of upcoming things. Um, and uh, who also runs uh, the Johns Creek All About Health. So go stop in there. Uh, they probably sell energy drinks that don't bust open in bags. Um, but yeah, so keep your eyes open. Atlanta is full of great people who work very hard and who are bringing some of the, some of the best entertainment to this world and, uh, congrats to them. 
So thank you all for listening to this episode of the Banging and Clanging Sports Podcast of the ATL Network. We have a lot of time to finish the story. This episode is going to be called Rose to WrestleMania Rock Blocked. Thank you for listening.